Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Unemployed Architects. This week, I'm going to be talking about my only show this last weekend in Pekin, Illinois, at the Twisted Spoke Saloon. So, a while back, I had a different show booked on this night, and it got canceled along with a handful of other shows by that place up in Morris that I've mentioned previously. And so... The weekend actually was completely opened, and I had been I marked off the Friday anyway because Sunday was Laurelin's birthday, so I didn't I wanted to do something maybe that Friday night to celebrate, and then I was thinking we're going to have you know Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday to kind of do stuff for her birthday since that Saturday show got canceled. But then Dave, the percussion player, uh, he tagged me in a post that said that the Twisted Spoke Saloon was in need of a band for Saturday night. And I really needed the cash to kind of tide me over for the till the next paycheck because I had a lot of bills kind of adding up. So it was really fortunate for that to work out, and I was kind of grateful to um, have something happen. So, um, but yeah, so Friday night we didn't have anything, and uh, for Lowe's birthday we decided to go see the double feature at the drive-in at the Harvest Moon Drive-in in Gibson City. And we watched It, Chapter 1, Chapter 2 at the drive-in. It was a pretty pretty long evening. I don't know that I recommend doing the double feature thing uh, to most because it was... it was uh, Maybe if I hadn't seen both of them, because we had seen It at Chapter 1, so um, we, it might have been a little bit more... Uh, I might have had a little bit more attention span for it if... I hadn't seen the first one because I kind of knew everything that was happening. It was good to get a refresher in before the second one, but it was a little bit uh, exhausting, I think, to you know make it all the way through that first one and then the second one and then you know drive home. And we had a buddy of ours from Pontiac come, so I had to drive to Pontiac and then uh, back to Bloomington. And then I had to work on Saturday, which I didn't really have to go in super early or anything, but... Um, covering a shift for somebody and then from there the show the show we played at the twisted spokes saloon on saturday was you know pretty late it was nine to one it was four hours which was long and of course lo's birthday was at midnight that night so she wasn't necessarily as pumped about it but uh i think once uh we got going and stuff she was she was happy to be there and uh, you know everybody everybody likes the money that comes from playing, so that's nice. And it was low me and Dave, so um, and he brought like a huge setup because it was like a legit stage, and they had their own sound guy and lights and everything. And we got some good pictures from the show, which was definitely nice. But um, anyway, so this was kind of a, a thing I wanted to talk about for a while, probably. I, we ended up and used the house sound, which we aren't really used to doing because we're a lot of places we have to bring our own sound. And I'm used to doing it my kind of my way and, you know, using my mics. My I have a little vocal monitor I usually use so I can hear I don't have to over-sing to hear my vocals through a floor monitor. And, you know, I keep it consistent so I, like, know what to expect and I know, like, kind of how to utilize the equipment to its I think max potential and uh, so I pretty much had to forget all that for the show because the sound guy wasn't um, into I mean he just he kept getting feedback from pretty much all my gear 
which I don't know why, because uh, I've used that stuff a thousand times. I don't really have any issues with it. You know, I changed all the gain setting, changed a lot of the mix set mixes of them, and then, um, you know, uh, eventually I had to switch out my my mic for his mic even. So it was like, first it was like the, the vocal monitor that he didn't like, so I got rid of that. Then it was the vocal pedal he didn't like, got rid of that, and then it was the uh, vocal mic. And there was still like a little bit of feedback even after that, so I mean, it wasn't even... I think my gear, I just don't... Anyway, I just wasn't really jiving with what he had going on. And, of course, you know, we were trying to make it easy on everybody. And, in general, it was a lot easier for us, even, because we, you know, we didn't have to bring a full sound set up and set every part of it up. They had their built-in PA, so it was kind of nice that way. But, uh, but yeah, so... And it was four hours, so was, I was definitely a little weary to be... I used... Uh, beta 58 for my vocals and you know i think it sounded good i watched some video and it sounded decent but i was just so uncomfortable the whole time i don't know how people do that with the with the floor monitors and not hearing the voice it's just like it, it sounded pretty much like i was underwater like i don't know if my ears are just bad or what because usually i have the vocal monitor up next close to my I mean it's a lot closer to my face and just my vocals coming out of there so and I push a lot of like mids and highs in that little monitor not that it even has a lot of low end but um that way you know I can really hear my vocal it really cuts through I don't have to like push very hard to sing I can just kind of which I think in general I think I've mentioned this before no matter what when you sing through a microphone you kind of adjust the way you're doing your your using your voice to kind of make it work with what whatever's going on the room the the mic the sound system all that stuff and how it like mixes with the guitar i think that you do a lot of stuff kind of unconsciously you know throughout that time but uh so yeah it was just super uncomfortable for me because i felt like i was singing underwater my voice had been pretty rough for that the whole week before just real raspy I think the weather changing had something to do with it. So I was a little nervous for him. We haven't done a four-hour set in a while. So, I mean, I, it was uh, a little little daunting in the back of my head. And, of course, I stayed out too late the night before with the drive-in. And then um, the show was late and I had to work. So, I mean, it was a lot of, a lot of extra stress there. And um, But I, overall, I mean, I think we, we got a lot of good feedback. And, you know, I... I don't feel like I sounded my best, but we kind of made do, and the people that were there seemed to enjoy it. But there weren't a lot of people there. That was definitely kind of a drag. It sound, sounded good, had a nice setup, nice light sound, uh, light setup as well. And we got a lot of good pictures, which was cool, because we don't really get a lot of pictures a lot of times from a guy that came in to shoot the concert. It wasn't really our doing. He just kind of does it for fun, so... I was definitely a, a bonus for sure. And like I said, the people that were there, I mean, they were super nice and very very uh, complimentary. And I mean, I think that there was some festival going on in town and the band that was supposed to play at the Twisted Spoke ended up playing at that festival. That's what they double booked with. So, but the festival apparently just took the draw completely with it. So... I mean, it wasn't 
wasn't very busy pretty much all night and everybody kept saying like yeah usually it's like super packed here and usually it's really busy but tonight it's not and i mean there's not really a lot we could do about it since you know we um this is our first time playing in pekin we don't have really any fans in that area i don't think hopefully now we have a couple but anyway so it was it was it was an interesting night again i'm just not not sure because because blair the the other guy sings with me on occasion not not as much anymore obviously but um he he always uses beta 58 and i mean he has his vocal pedal pedal but and i've i've sound checked that a bunch of times and kind of gotten a similar vibe i don't think it sounded as muffled as um this last saturday but you know i just i just I feel like it's so hard to sing that way for me for some reason. Maybe it's just because I'm used to using the vocal monitors. Um, and then, of course, like I felt like everything was super dry, like not not enough effect, especially in the. I don't think there was any effect in the monitor, so the only effect I could really hear was, you know, out from the front. So I could hear like some delay once in a while, but for the most part, couldn't really even hear that. So. Um, it's just like a super dry and when when you're hearing it back like shot back to you with that super dry uh, signal it, I don't know there's just something about it that isn't as fun you know with with the effects even if you know it's just some some verb on, on the on the monitor side I mean it just melts everything together so much better you can I feel like it makes you able to hear yourself better and hit the notes better but uh, that wasn't the case so anyway it was just kind of uncomfortable but uh kick drum sounded really good that night and my uh foot tambourine slash tap shoe i I mean i didn't need to mic it or anything it just cut through real nice and then dave got to play his i think he had four congas two bongos and a couple cymbals and his cowbell so i mean he had a pretty full setup as well and then Lowe just did exactly what I did did uh, direct in with uh, she used the Sennheiser that I brought but for some reason the guy there wasn't a fan of those mics for some reason which I thought was strange because I think that's a pretty uh, common brand and the reason I use the mic I use is because uh, I just kept noticing like every professional band that I like uses that same mic so i thought there must be something to that so that's the reason i bought it in the first place it's a nice mic but i have the i use like the upgraded kind of more professional one like that the i think it's e945 and then low uses like the 935 or something so i mean they're both both pretty legit mics so i don't i don't really know what the I know the system was maybe set up for the betas, the beta 58s, but I mean, I, I wouldn't think that it'd be that hard to dial in a different mic, but apparently I, I must be just crazy. I think I'm kind of nuts anyway, so I just get so caught up in the gear part of it that, you know, I, I don't know, I just feel like some sound guys are willing to just do whatever with whatever, and then some sound guys like just to do it their way and you kind of are at the mercy of the sound guy when they're there and for us we're not really used to that you know we're just kind of at the mercy of me most of the time because i'm doing the sound and i'm trying to make it sound as good as possible so um you know it's like a double-edged sword like it's great to have somebody 
that knows what they're doing behind the board and can make you sound good out front, but it's a different thing than, you know, doing sound and making sure, doing sound yourself and making sure that you sound good on your side as well as the other side. And because we had to change out all that gear, like we did that like last minute, uh, it wasn't really dialed in great right away, so that was partially why it wasn't, it was a little extra uncomfortable. And I feel like the response to the mics that they were using is just, was just different than mine. So I, I felt like I couldn't really, like the mic position was, I had to be in different spots. And then with the floor monitors, you know, to hear it just right, I had to like move my head in certain ways. And then I felt like I couldn't hit my low notes very good all night because of that. Um, I, I felt like it was just muddy in the monitors in general, but we didn't have a, really enough time to really try to get a good monitor mix. We were just trying to make it not feed back. And like I said, even after we changed all my gear out, it was still feeding back, but we just kind of ignored it for the rest of the night. It was definitely really loud, that is for sure. I've been worried, worrying about my my hearing a little bit more lately. I feel I feel like I have have a little extra ringing in the ears, um, which isn't good, of course. So I don't know if I'm just being paranoid or my ears just need a little bit of a break, but um, I don't know. Maybe I just need to invest in some in-ear monitors and just have that be what I use from now on so it doesn't get any worse, but I don't really know what I'll do. I just feel like quiet shows are one thing, but when you add the extra percussion that Dave does... And then, you know, in confined spaces, I just feel like my ears are taking a beating sometimes. I really try to make the volume kind of as low as possible because it's easier to perform that way anyway. Uh, it's not as fun necessarily, but if you can, you know, manage, manage at a lower volume, I feel like everybody wins kind of. So yeah, and then Sunday was Lowe's birthday, uh, so not really band related, but we ended up and cooked out in the park, uh, Miller Park Zoo, they have a park there, and uh, grilled out some food, hung out with some people, we then went to the zoo and kind of, we, we kind of had to rush through it, but um, you know, we, we walked through and uh, there was a Hare Krishna event going on kind of down, down in the same park so we went and listened to some of the music there and saw some of the it was like a almost like a little festival carnival type thing for the Hare Krishna whatever that I'm honestly not super sure what that even is I think it's a religion of some sort but uh, so that was interesting as well and the people were super nice there they kept offering us food free food and stuff like that which was which was nice but it's just nice to you know experience something a little different like that but anyway so that was pretty much it for the weekend uh got got some shows coming up this weekend we're at the Windjammer here friday night in bloomington and then saturday we're at the chicago highlands country club so that that'll be an interesting one so for some reason i think we got double booked at the Windjammer, which was like maybe 14th time <laughs> it's been a lot of times but luckily uh, they are at least because what happens when they d- double book us a lot is they just you know cancel us and have whoever else but at least this time uh, they're just going to do both shows so they're going to have 
six to nine outside with a friend of ours, which might be kind of cool because we'll get we'll get to go watch him for a little bit, and that's kicking and picking. And then from nine to eleven, we'll play inside um, for you know to close out the night. So that'll be. I'm not really sure how that'll go, but uh, like I said, we might get to see a little bit of kicking and picking. So that that might be fun. And then Saturday, it's a brand new place, and the guy up north that books for me or for us rather uh he booked it so i'm interested to see how that goes one of those uh venmo deals though so i won't get paid it's a good paying gig but i won't get paid for like a week and then i'll probably have to start bugging people about it at some point which is always you know not super ideal i'd rather just have a check or cash in my hand when we leave but um you know, kind of just have to make do. But since it is a good paying show, it'll be worth the wait, I think. So anyway, that's kind of what I have coming up. Uh, and, you know, if you made it, as always, if you made it this far, I really appreciate you listening. And have a good rest of your week.